So I've known Elizabeth Pampalone for quite a while now. She was actually a client of mine. I think it was last year or so. Um, but she does this amazing thing with uh, creating your social network calendar, I guess, in a day for the year. And it kind of blows my mind that she's able to do this. It's a fantastic uh, conversation. I really do hope you enjoy it. If you have any questions, let me know. And all her information will be down below. Anyway, enjoy the conversation. It's always weird to start conversations because sometimes it's kind of, you know, what do you speak about and stuff. But I, I love talking to you because when you were a client, uh, you had all these questions and it was awesome because it was like she knows what she firstly, she knows what she wants and she knows where she wants to go to. And mm -hmm. um, obviously, recently, you've said that you've um, uh, used some of my um, tech minimalism email thing. So talk to me about that. What have you actually implemented and stuff? Well, I, this was, I guess, over a year ago now. Um, it was, yeah, when and, we spoke. Yeah. yeah, and I heard you on Paul Miner's podcast. Right, okay. And he was, like, talking about email, and I was just drowning in email. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And I was listening to it, like, I can't believe this is a real thing. And you were like, just archive it, just archive it. And I was like, <laughs> right. what? What is, he, he's off his nut. Like, this is, this is crazy. Like, you can't just archive it and, like, hope that it stays there. You have to put it into a folder and you have to know who it's from and all that stuff. Right. right. So I was, you know, like, this is stupid. It, and then I said, okay, I'm going to try it for one week. Just one okay. week. And I did. And then after a week, I was like, this is the best system ever devised. Why does no one else talk about this? <laughs> because so. it had reduced my decision making like a hundredfold. It was crazy. That's the, that's the thing. People, once people, I was thinking about this this morning, actually, people are usually stuck in their ways. The older you get, the more stuck in your way you are kind of thing. I know this because I'm way older than you. Uh, but when I'm working with people, the issue always comes down to um, I've always done it this way. I don't want to change. And the only time they change, which is what you're saying, is this is too crazy. Let me give it a go. And that yeah. that's the change. But before... I'm not going to do it. It's not going to happen, et cetera, et cetera. So it's interesting that you went down that route as well. Cause I hear that all the time. And I also think it comes down to like how, and how much in how much pain are you? Right. Right. Like, are you in enough pain to do something about it? And you know, if you're sitting funny and your leg starts to hurt, you might sit there for a few more minutes because you just don't feel like you don't want to get up, you know, but then you're like, okay, no, it's really starting to hurt. I need to get up <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. or whatever, you know, if you're doing something like that. And so you, you kind of decide how much pain is enough pain for you to, to move or to do something different. And so I think with the email thing, um, it was kind of like, this is the pain you have, but there's no cure for it. 
So there's nothing you can do about it. And so then when this was brought up, I was like, that would make things easier, but it doesn't seem plausible. Like it's like, it's a possible thing to do and still be effective later on because all of the email stuff is about later on, right? It's about how do I find something in six months when I need it? How do I find something when that person is like, I emailed it to you and you're like, I don't have it, you know, but you do because it's in there. So um, that's definitely, definitely one of the. I mean, it's not too dissimilar to what you do. You have a system as well with you, with your marketing. Um, Was it um, something in a day? Was it website in a day? And then you have um, social media for a year or something. I mean, that blows my mind. I haven't been through it or anything. I I, I think I might have to uh, because I'm kind of struggling with that kind of thing. But um, yeah. The problem for me is that I don't like automation. Um, but with some things you kind of have to automate. I understand that. So how do you do that? And how do you get people to change their minds to actually say, right, right, I'm going to sit down and do all of this. This is crazy for me. It's that pain thing again. Yeah. It's I'm doing something. I, I think it's right. I've been told it's right. Hmm but it doesn't make me feel good doing it. It doesn't make me feel like I'm doing the right thing, even though I've been told it is right and it's what I should do. And so this happens a lot with social media and marketing in general. Um, People just, they get in these holes where this guru told them this and that guru told them that, and they're supposed to be on Facebook and they're supposed to post three times a day and all these things. And, and then that's not really what they're supposed to do at all. They might, be Instagram only or LinkedIn only and could thrive there. Um, you know, and so I try to get people to look at it from a practical standpoint. It's like marketing is about practicality. It's not about, you know, whatever fluff you can get out there, whatever the gurus are telling you. So if it comes down to practicality, well, what's practical? Why do we need to spend 30 days, six weeks, three months on a website when if we actually just sat down, took out all the other distractions, you could get it done in a day. For most small businesses, you know, it doesn't need to be complicated. I have a company that um, that I work with uh, that I actually purchase from that I'm a customer of. Now, okay. They're not my client, but I'm their customer. And I that's wanted always, to buy That's these always dog the bones. best client, isn't it? That's always the yeah. best client. Yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to purchase these dog bones and they're really good and my, my dog loves them. And I had run out and I said, you know, hey, I want to purchase these. And she was like, oh, well, our website's still trying to get up. And I had purchased three bags before and she had like had me Venmo her, which you know, it was like, okay, your website's working. You're working through that. I get it. <laughs> yeah. It's been three months. Wow. And she's, I had to do the same process. Right. And I was like, that's not acceptable. And I told her that. I was like, your company, whoever's doing this for you, that's not acceptable. And I know that you're busy. And the, the company she's running is amazing. She um, actually employs um, people who have mental disabilities and you know physical disabilities. And I thought that was great. Like, she's doing this great, like, work. But then she's leaving her own business kind of to to kind of go to the dogs in a way yeah. that she's just yeah, not really yeah. paying attention to it. And and I see that she's focused on the work and she does have business. But at the same time, what happens when some company drops her or clients stop being able to communicate with her because she doesn't have the right channels available. And so 
or her website isn't just easy for me to go, hey, you have a dog? Oh, he would love these treats. Let me send you the website. I'd have to say, oh, you have to call her. And then there's this like, process with Venmo. And then there's no tracking number. You just kind of have to wait for them to arrive, you know? <laughs> and it's so the, it's, those it's the kind experience. of things get, yeah. get, you know, they freak me out that people don't pay attention enough to them. Yeah, we're kind of in the same pool there because I'm all about user experience and making sure I was speaking about this in last week's conversation with Sebastian Ong, who's a who's also a, a digital marketer, strategist and stuff. But I like having a good user experience. I do. So if I yeah. do it, running my business, being a coach and a consultant, I want to do everything I can for my client to be easy. And just like you, it kind of boggles my mind that other consultants and coaches have completely useless, as you say, websites, their social thing, their tech stack. That's my world, basically. I'm completely amazed by people that don't do this. Maybe, yeah. we're, maybe we're just too passionate for all this and we should be doing something else. I don't know. It's just weird because well, I like talking to people like you who know their business and passionate about it, can help people about it. But do you also get the same problem as I do where I call it square wheel syndrome? So people are like pushing that cart with that square wheel and you're like, hey, dude, I've got a wheel here. Do you, you know, I could save you time and effort and whatever. Do you yeah. also have that issue as well? With your clients? Yeah. And I, I think what happens is that, you know, we do have a little bit of an advantage because we're in the tech space. So yeah. we, we, ha we have one foot in that tech space and one foot in the consultant world. And what I find is that a lot of people that are in this position that, that just say, well, I'll make it work. I'll make it work is because they have put all their capacity of their brain. It, it's like a hard drive. You know, it's, it only has so yeah. much room. It only has so much capacity. It, they put all their capacity from their brain into their business. The problem with this is they put it into the doing of their business, not into the running of their running, business. Running of their business. You're right. Yes. And right. they're, they're still in this maker mode. They're mm. still in this. I've got to do all the work mode. And what you have to do is you have to segment and say one day a week. I don't take clients like this. The most simple way to do this is say one day a week. I don't take clients. Fridays right. are my admin day. Mondays are my admin day. And when I heard that in the past, I was like, you're crazy. You can't do it that way. Clients need you on Fridays. Clients need you on Mondays. There are exceptions. You can take a client on a Monday or a Friday if you absolutely must. But the chances are, if you tell them I'm open Tuesday through Friday for client calls, they're going to be like, okay, I can do Wednesday. You know, They're going to fit themselves into that. If they mm. can't and you really want to work with them, then that's your call to make and say, all right, I'm going to make the exception. I'm going to work with you at night, work with you on a Saturday, whatever. But because they're so focused on the, the doing, mm. the actual product getting out, and they're not focused on the running, they're going to basically find themselves with no infrastructure. And then when they grow, because they will, because they're focused on the doing, and the doing is the thing that makes you grow, right? The right. doing is yeah. the thing that gets word of mouth out there and expands you. And if they're focused on that, then they're going to grow. And then when they grow, they're going to look back at their admin, which is them, which there's no one there. No one, yeah. <laughs> and they're going to go, well, why, isn't, why can't I run this business now? What, what's going on? Because now they're being pulled out of the doing. 
being shoved into the admin and there was no infrastructure. It's like saying, okay, now we're going to start, you know, like when people first came to America, they were like, all right, we're going to start moving goods. There were no roads. There were no bridges. It took forever. They had to use boats and go way around. Like, so that there was no infrastructure and they had to build that infrastructure and they didn't just all of a sudden go, man, it's really hard to get goods around the country. We should build roads. They were like, Hey, I need to get from my house to your house. Let's make a road. (laughs) It's, it's, it's interesting because I have the same kind of thing. I call it foundation for your business coming from the tech side of things. So I find it weird that no one has a foundation, whether you're an individual working for yourself, small team or, you know, medium-sized businesses, which is what I do. And you go in and you say, well, yeah, what is your foundation? If you don't have a foundation, just like a house, you can't build on top of it, just exactly what you're saying. So then like- Well, that's not their expertise though. And that's where they get stuck. And that's where they go, it's too much for me. Absolutely, completely agree with you. (laughs) They go back to their comfort zone. (laughs) The problem, yeah, that's the that's the issue. The comfort zone is such a problem for everybody. I mean, for me as well, for certain things. Yes, (laughs) everyone has it. But I guess it is because it's our passion or my passion in this in this space that to go in and say, "Hell, are you doing?" It's like when you take your car to the garage. Um, you know, I know about cars a little, but anyway, when you take your, I used to take my car to the garage. Like, when did you put oil in it? And you're like, yep. uh, I don't know. <laughs> and and they look at you and tut and so on. You know. Yeah, they're like, so, oh gosh, Why yeah. That's so, the most common. That's the most easy thing you could know. <laughs> right, exactly. So we, and, but the person doesn't know. So we kind of do the same thing in our mind, not yeah. necessarily out. Right. We do do it. I do it a bit too often out in the open, <laughs> maybe, but it's your blessing for, and your curse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I come from a space of love, <laughs> not from annoyance, yeah. Tough but <laughs> yeah, but you know, sometimes you gotta, I, again, I <coughs> said this before, no question is a stupid question unless you ask yeah. me three times, then I'm, I'm calling you out. That's it. And just calling you out on it. Um, it. And I've kind of become known for that in a way, for good or for worse. But yeah, with me, it's kind of no BS. Let's work and and get it done. Um, I think, though, that's what we just talked about. I mean, that's something to kind of focus on is that, you know, we get into these comfort zones and, you know, we don't know what else is out there. We don't know what we don't know. And when I work with clients on this exact thing, when they get to this point where they're like, you say to them, okay, where is your website hosted? And they're like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, oh. I did talk, it's on the thing. It's on the thing. And, you know, and, and they go, I'm like, okay, well, where's your domain? And they go, well, it's with the website, right? And they, they're like, right? Because they, they don't know. And what I try to do to get this across, yeah, we can go ahead and we can figure it out. And we can dig around in their emails and find something. But the the point I try to make during this process of them trying to struggle to find something like this or find a password or whatever, I use their own business as an analogy for what I'm dealing with right now. Right, right. And I say, you know, like in your business, when your clients do X, Y, and Z, mm. yeah, that's what this is like. And they're like, oh, I hate it when that happens or I don't like it when they do that or they should know these things. And I say, yes. That is exactly what we're doing right now is that right. you don't know the answers to these questions. 
And it's just like when your clients don't know the answers to those questions that you ask. And they, the light bulb just, oh, and now they're like super focused on it. I, it's funny because I kind of do the same thing. Um, so if someone's an artist or, or whatever they do, lawyer, whatever, because I, in the Mac Junkie days, I used to get asked all the time, how much is it going to take? How long is it going to be? Like, well, I, I don't know. I need to see the device to see what's going on. So the analogy I use now, especially via email or a call, if, I, if the person's not here, is I usually say to them, would you call a garage and say, my, my car is making a funny noise. Can you tell me how much it costs? You know, the garage is going to laugh at you. The worst case scenario, or they're just going to say, well, I need to see it. And they all of a sudden switch go, Oh yeah, of course. It's the same, you know, fix a plumber. Uh, right. There's water leaking. Yeah. You're on the phone. Yeah. And how can I help? I need to come and see it. Right. What's going on? Well, <laughs> And, and right. I, I hope that people understand this, but when you're in a situation of um, urgency in the Mac junkie days, urgency, you're like, just get it fixed, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think now with my, the pivot that I've made, it's slightly different in a way. So it's a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, that is a struggle for a lot of consultants. Definitely. The other thing is, though, like with with what I do, and that's that kind of goes to what you're saying, is that people think it should take longer. That's the one of the struggles I have. Oh, is they think that it should take. Well, if you can do it in one day, if you can create 365 social posts in a day, I'm is, still is baffled that you can enough. do that. By the way, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but like they think it's like saying that something is, you know, oh, it's only ninety nine dollars, and they're like. Well, is that valuable enough? It's not four ninety seven. Yeah. Are you sure that's good enough? And the thing is, is sometimes things need to, you know, you need the time you need. Like you said, sometimes it takes what it takes. Mm. Other times it's like, why is it taking everyone else so long? This yeah. should be simple. And I think a lot of the things you do with the tech stack and, and condensing that for people and helping people to not necessarily use less tools because sometimes you need more tools in yeah. order to actually yeah. get your job done, Absolutely. but to actually have the right tools in place. And and that's the same thing I do with the email marketing and then the social. And, and it just takes one for me, it takes one day. Like they don't need to labor over this the way they should be laboring over other things. Like, should I be using a CRM or not? Those are things, those are questions that take sometimes longer to answer. But the fact that you need to crank out some content, you need to fix your website those things should be simple, cut and dry, moving on, because those have concrete answers. The other right. stuff, you know, some of the stuff you work on, it doesn't have as much concrete answers sometimes because it's about your personality. How do you feel about this? How do you work with these things? Whereas what I'm using, what I'm doing, it's like math. It's like this is exactly the same. This is like, the, the formula. The same every time. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's just, this is the formula. Let's just put it in to practice for you. Yeah, it's interesting. But again, like with with mice, I mean, you we're following each other, obviously. Uh, yeah. And you probably see a lot of crap that I post and you're probably going, oh, my God, he needs the help. So, OK. But, <laughs> um, but the thing with me, when I first started in this new thing, um, it was more to do with being top of mind. And I wanted it to come from me rather than a system. 
and a system in the sense so you know when you when you post on twitter and when you post on linkedin whatever via um let's just use buffer because everyone knows buffer um it actually mm -hmm. shows up it's from buffer mm -hmm. okay fantastic not many people look at that but my right. perfectionism is i will look at that <laughs> so i know other people would look at it although that's not and true. then i say progress over perfection right okay exactly <laughs> i completely <laughs> The thing is, the perfectionism <laughs> thing is kind of. Session, I understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the perfectionism thing has kind of ruined me to a certain degree. <laughs> but going back to I think that's, everybody has that though. Yeah, I think you're you're think you're you're right. showing that you know even your clients, my clients, you, me, we all have that. Like we Everyone all have something it. that yeah. we go. It has to be perfect, even though we know it doesn't. Even though we know it almost it's doesn't true. matter, but in our minds it stops us from moving forward in some cases. I, I, yeah, that's so true. I mean, so going back to like publishing the stuff that I do, I'd rather post it myself. Mm -hmm. Now, again, I don't work that many hours during the day, as you know. So I have plenty of time. So if someone says to me, okay, can we do this? Yeah, whatever, if I want to do it. So for me to take time away it's not too much of a problem but for a lot of people it is a problem because it's like i mm -hmm. want to work with my clients now i want to circle back to what you were saying about your clients are too busy working for their clients and not enough for their business well my take is well if they had their tech stack fixed you wouldn't have that problem Right. You'd have less of that problem, I think, um, because then they'd have to learn the tech stack and they'd have yes. to use it and they'd have to incorporate it into their their daily life. And I think this is where people get stuck. And that's why my system takes some of that out of the tech stack in a way. Hmm. It's not saying you need to use this system every single day for it to be effective. Like you have to do with a CRM. I am the worst person. I, I have tried I every CRM on the planet. Okay. And they, none of them work for me because I, my brain doesn't work that way. I have my own version of it. I have my own system, which works fine, but I've tried all the ones because I've had the shiny object syndrome. Like, Oh, that one looks cool. Oh, that one does this. And I'm just like, you know, downloading and trialing. And I've had yeah. so many emails where they're like, your payment doesn't work. And I'm like, yeah, cause I never put it in. Um, but like I've done so many trials that, you know, it's become this thing where, you know, sometimes you do need to stick with that standard piece, but you need to fix other areas. And I think you've done that with the tech stacks as well, where there may be that one piece that you could automate, you could put into, you know, a system, but is it really going to fit? And I always ask clients, this, is it going to fit your lifestyle? And that's yeah. what I do with the, um, with the social media stuff. It's like, what is going to fit your lifestyle? People say, oh, I'm going to blog every week. That's what I want to do. I want to sit down and write a blog every week. And I'm like, okay, is that going to actually fit your lifestyle? How many hours a week do you have right now to blog? And they're like, oh, well, none, but I'm going to make it, I'm going to fit it in. And I said, well, you're not. <laughs> no, <laughs> but no, if you try never. to write 12 right now and we write 12 today, mm. you have one a month. If you feel like writing more, more the merrier, more content, the better. But if you don't feel like writing more, if you decide you want to go to the beach instead, if you decide you are taking the week off and you're, you know, you have family issues or you, you get sick or whatever, 
you don't have to worry that your business stops because you stopped. So I, I think that's something that. That's perfect because I never thought of it that way. Um, my daily routine is wake up. What shall I do today? That's <laughs> that is it. I don't have kind of a system. So yeah. making my daily videos was basically the only thing I had to do. Right. And they don't take that long for me. I walk my dog in the morning, which is like 10 o'clock, first walk. I think of the idea, I think of a few ideas, come back and record it. And from the time I sit and start recording, it takes about 30 minutes. So it's not too much. So I see that as, okay, I've got to do 30 min minutes, at least 30 days, 30 minutes of work this day, you know, today. That's mm -hmm. the only thing. The problem I have with that idea of sitting down to write 12 blog posts or 12 videos in my case, I couldn't do it. I simply couldn't do it. Even though I have plenty, you've seen the list, right? You've, in one of my videos, I have plenty mm -hmm. of ideas, but I couldn't sit there and just bash them out. I, I don't know why. And there's the perfectionism in me. I'm wearing mm -hmm. the same clothes for 12 videos. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> right? So that's now, one thing that comes to my say, head. Though. Here's the thing I would say. Let's say you did the 12. Mm. Okay. This is your one backup per month. Yeah, that's that's one way. Yeah. that's. Then you're yeah, not you wearing know. the same clothes. I mean, you okay, only you... have so many clothes, right? <laughs> yeah. So you're only wearing the same thing once a month if you used your backup once a month. Yeah, once a month is not an issue. I wear this. I have right. kind of like seven sets and I cycle them. So it's not <laughs> right. <laughs> three hats, you know. Yeah, that's, right. I never thought of it that way. That's kind of an interesting way of thinking about it. But I mean, it's, as you said, as we were spe speaking about, it's really hard to change the way you're already working. Yeah. And like me doing these videos for the past year or so, two years maybe, daily mm -hmm. for the past year, I don't know. Um, I'm actually, that's actually going to be changing probably as well. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say, cause I really love making these daily videos. Um, I like them. I think that they're very powerful and very impactful. And I think you do a good job of giving content enough content without it being too long, without it being too complicated. I would say some of the videos I would, I would like to see more. Not a lot, but a little bit more like here's a how to technique or here's a right. not necessarily how to, but like, so here's the topic we're talking about. And this is the part of this is the system I've used for that with clients or in my own tech stack. So like specifically shouting out companies like what like we're at right now, we're recording on EKM live. If you're talking about making daily videos and you're saying that, you know, if you're going to be recording videos or you're you know talking to people about how they could do yeah. something similar or whatever. Here, here's a, one of the things I use um, or whatever. So I think just throwing in a few more, you know, almost like endorsements, but not endorsements, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I, I tried hard not to do that. <laughs> it's, it's weird because it's, it's a great, I'm not talking about a financial income here, but it's a great passive income in a sense if to do that. But I've tried to purposely stay away from that in a way because 
what works with some for someone doesn't work for the other person, right? Completely understand. Right, but I think you should also give the opportunity since they're not working with you yet, right? I think it's good to say this has worked for clients. You X. know, this is one option because then it's like I could try that one option. I could at least explore it and not think to myself, well, there's no other way. Like I did with the email. There's no other way. This is just the way that it is. Um, but really, there was other options. And that wasn't a specific, you know, program or anything. But there were other options. And I just needed to be exposed to those options. So I think like that technique, yeah. talking about like specific techniques, because like you said, you don't want to endorse necessarily. But if there's a program, you know, that's out there that is helpful or that, you know, yeah, well, you, when you do this, you have to use a program like email marketing. You got to use a program. You can't just, you know, send you it through your regular email. No, so things no. like that, I think, would be good to. Yeah, like that's to interesting. I mean, again, the my content strategy is kind of changing, as you've probably noticed yeah. a little. Um, before, when I first started these, they were how tos. Here's my things. Here's my to do list. Here's my base camp. But I got to a stage where I actually I got to a stage where I said I wanted to make um, courses. Everyone was doing courses. I thought I'd do courses. But then I thought, no, several reasons. Everyone's doing courses. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first reason I said I don't want to because everyone's doing it. Second thing was, I, I've said this before, I'm too lazy to make these courses, right? <laughs> um, I attempted it and I tried it and it worked. I mean, I can do it. So that's not an issue. But the laziness part, part comes, it wasn't the laziness part, but once you create a course, as you know, depending on what you're doing, it's out of date. Yeah. Right. So that was, <coughs> excuse me. So that was um, an issue, the kind of the out of dateness of it. And then I thought, well, why am I thinking it's out of date? What, what was the reasoning why I was thinking? I, I strategize over this stuff all the time. Uh every thought process and it's the perfectionism <laughs> thing, but that helps with what I do. So that's okay. But anyway, so then I thought, well, why is, why am I making that decision of not because, and it was mainly to do is cause I like working with people, working with one-on-one -on -one with someone because their system mm -hmm. is different. So if I make a course, a generic course, okay, it's good for money, but it's not, to me, the way I see it is not helping anyone, although I know it does. I mean, I know I that. had the same thoughts. So I, I'm in the same boat with you. However, there are people. So, okay, for example, I have a, I do group sessions for my, my system. I do a four-hour group session once a month in my group, right. in my uh, membership. It's not cheap. It's not super expensive. It's not as expensive as my normal one-on-one -on -one sessions. No. But it's, you know, it's middle-of-the-road option. So my membership is free. That's your entry level. That's like I can afford free, right? Yeah. Then there's free stuff in there. Then there's courses that are $99, which I'll get to in a second. And then there's this monthly half-a-day call. Right. And it's a group call. And in, in my mind, if you're thinking about it, I want to help this person fully then they need to do a one-on-one -on -one day. If they're coming yeah. to this half-day group call, they really need to do a one-on-one -on -one day. But what I found was if they made the decision to invest in this half-day group call, which they know is going to be group, 
they know is not going to be one-on-one attention. Yeah, I might answer their questions, of course, yeah. but I'm not going to be able to help them the way I would with a full day. That's just sure. me and them. I help them write a lot of the content. I help them create a lot of these things. We go back and forth. It's an, a whole day of, of questions and answers and what if this and what if we try that and all this stuff. Brainstorming all day long. This is a group call though. I've got to appeal to five, six, seven, 10, 12 people. And mm. what, if someone's going to invest in that, they know they need something, right? And so that's where I actually find a lot of my clients come from. <laughs> They'll that's invest in this kind of expensive-ish thing that yeah. they might not really, you know, they might put it on a credit card or something. They might be like, oh, it's a little bit more than I want to spend, but I'm going to do it. I need to do something. Then when they actually get in there and they see that the system works for themselves, they see that it can be accomplished, but with the group call, right, they're not getting that one-on-one attention. They're not getting as much done as they could in in a full day with me. And that four hours turns into a a third, a quarter, an eighth of what they could have gotten done in a one-on-one day, right? Even though it was a half a day. Yeah. It's only a small fraction of what they know could be accomplished if they worked with me one-on-one. They go, oh, I should have just done the day. I'm just going to do the day. And so I find that happens. And I find that happens with courses too because people will take this $99 course. They'll watch all the videos. They'll look at it and they'll go, I can't do this by myself. It's not possible. And then they're like, but I know that she knows what she's talking about because I've seen everything. I've read everything. I see that it could work, but I need someone Oh, my this, hand, is, I need this, help. this is like gold. This is because you, you've <laughs> basically you've just explained something to me that someone else tried to explain to me, and I didn't quite understand it. Even uh, before, <laughs> well, before the thing is, before they told me, I didn't know anything about this whatsoever. Then they explained it, and then I understood the concept, but I didn't understand it in context. So, yeah. and you've just explained the step. Um, he said to me, he said to me, what's your product? I said, well, I do my videos for free. Okay, great. Perfect. What's your next product? What's your, what's the next step? Well, they just hire me like, yeah. (laughs) How much do they, how much do you charge for them to hire you? Gave them the price. He goes, well, going from free to this price is just too much. And what you've done is created the steps, but what you've just explained is in context what those steps mean. Yeah. And that, that to me is gold. <laughs> so already, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and that will be uh, no, that's great. Bill. Um, but no, like the, the thing about that is I hate the word like funnel, right? I don't like the yeah. word funnel because it just sounds like you're it's pouring salesy. people into yeah. like a bottle. It's just, yeah, it's just weird. Right. And so I, I like that there are these steps because some people need to make an investment to know that they're serious, to know that yes. they're serious. You know, you might say, yeah, you're serious or I think you're ready, but they're, they don't know if they're serious. And when they make this small investment, then they go, okay, yes, I really need to do this. I can do it because I've already made a little bit of an investment. I know I could actually make a big investment and it would work great. Now, if they make a small investment and they're still like, ooh, I don't know, eh, eh. That means they're not ready yet. They're not and ready. that's fine. Yeah. We don't want them if they're not ready. We don't want them to do something that's going to make them more anxious, more upset, you know, just more frazzled. We don't want that. So 
And that's a good thing for them to know. They have to test those waters. So I think having like, mm. I think your steps could even be a really low priced course. So it's just videos. Yeah, it might get outdated over time. You can go in, swap out a few videos every now and again, add a few things. I add stuff to my courses all the time. Hmm. Um, if you've purchased it once, you get all the new stuff that I change and add and update or whatever. And then I and then I would even have like like you have your calls and stuff. Have like a quick nine like a ninety minute, um, very specific or a thirty minute or whatever you want to do. But that's not. It's like a discounted price of what you normally do, but it's yes. like a one time thing. Yeah. It's like a, we're going to run through your tech stack. You're going to show me everything you're paying for. And I'm going to tell you what to get rid of and what, and that's it. Like, it's just going to be a top level surfacey kind of deal. And then when they're like, wow, no, I really could use more help with this. Like that was just too fast or whatever. Then it's like, okay, this is the full thing. And this is the higher, you know, this is the package and et cetera. I, I did try that and I did do that. I, I called it, um, I called it something. I can't even remember. Um, Discovery session, I called it. Right? Yeah. Um, and a few people. I think did. those, but discovery, the word discovery session is like too, if That's, it was like, you know, you're going to get X, Y, Z out of this. Yeah. I, that, that's what I was getting to. Um, I think, yeah. again, I'm not a marketeer. I'm not a, I'm a salesperson. I can sell. I'm not a marketeer. I'm not good at that stuff. I don't, well, I don't think I am. I mean, I know what I like and you are a what I bit. do. Okay. Well, thank you. But, <laughs> but the, the point is I do what I like to do without it being salesy. Yeah. If that's marketing, fantastic. But that's not my, that wasn't my intention, basically. I need to get working. Everyone's a salesperson. Every con consultant, every client, every business, everybody yeah. who works for themselves has to wear different hats. And mm -hmm. they are the salesperson. They are the person in the warehouse. They are the marketeer. Yeah. You have to wear all these hats. And there are people like us to help them understand parts of that, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not not a marketeer. I have to wear that hat and I do as much as I can. And that's what a lot of people do do. So you need to hire out. If you want to go anywhere with your business, you need to hire out the expert. And when you please, for the love of Jesus, God, whatever, <laughs> if you hire someone like us, don't tell us what to do. I hate that. And I want to make sure that's out there. Because so my I actually combat that with something. Okay, I go. combat that with them. When someone says to me, I want you to do, they say, I know what I want. They're not my, I know they're not my client. <laughs> and yeah. I say it to them, well, let me just make something clear. I'm not your order taker. No. I don't, you don't say, mm -hmm. hey, I want a, a cheeseburger with fries. And I say, okay, here you go. I want um, a website to look exactly like this other website over here. And I say, okay, here you go. That's not how it works. No. I say, I'm not an order taker. And I say, and if, I, if they do it within the session, which is really tough because they will do that within the session. They'll say, I just want you to do this. Can't you just do that? And I'll say. How many times do you get that? Um, I There's some difficult clients that I've worked with. I would yeah. say probably one out of ten. Wow. I mean, okay. it's, it's not as much as, you know, as yeah. you might think, but it's, it's a good number. Um, and they'll just get to this point where they're just frustrated. I'm asking mm. them questions. I'm making them think I'm digging a little into their business and they don't, they don't want that. 
Um, and so they'll say that to me. They'll be like, can't you just do this? And I'll say, you have paid me X number of dollars for my professional opinion. I've just given you my professional opinion and you've decided to go against that 100%. I don't care what it looks like, how it functions. I don't care. This is yours. And if you ultimately make the decision A over decision B, which I've given you, and you make your own decision A, I will do that for you because I told you that when you came here, we would finish X project. We would have a website or whatever. Right. But I will not agree with it. My professional opinion is the opposite of this. And remember, you hired me and you're paying me, and I put the number again, X number of dollars. Sometimes it's up to $10,000. Wow. And pe- that hit people hitting people with a number like that, they're like, ooh, right? It's like, <laughs> you paid me $10,000 for my advice and my expertise to make mm. this the best it could be for you. I don't care what it looks like. I have my business over here. This is about you. I don't have to put their stuff in my portfolio. I don't have to say I ever worked with them. No, I don't have to put my name on anything they have. So if they don't want to do something for themselves that's better than what they have or what they had or what they thought they wanted, when I know that it's not going to be good for them at all, I've had people say to me, I'm not changing my logo. It is the way it is. And now I say to people, if your logo is that way, I'm not taking you as a client. You either have to fix it. Here are some suggestions. If you don't fix it, you have to work with me to fix it, and then we'll move forward. Otherwise, I'm not taking you. But if those people in that time period and they like in that session, they're like, "Well, I want it this color, and that's just the way it's going to be." I said, "I've given you my professional opinion. I'm basically Pontius piloting. I'm like, I'm washing my hands of this." <laughs> I mean, it's it. The, the, I we spoke about this in the last conversation. Um, the conversation I had with Seb last week about saying no and no is Mm -hmm. so powerful for especially for what we do because we get to that stage where like you know do we really want to work with this client is the project i mean this is definitely what i think is the project something that i want to do is it somebody who's actually going to listen to my professional opinion because as you say they're paying you so much money to do this and then they're saying can you do this i'm like why are you telling me? Why did you hire me? Right. And I have had that conversation and I have walked away from clients and yeah. given their money back. It's like, you know, it's just not going to work. The other thing I do. I, I, I did the exact same thing a few yeah. weeks ago with a, like a five figure client. Wow. And wow. I worked with them for four days of their five. And I basically was like, I'm reducing your final bill for the final day because I'm not even going to show up for the final day because I yeah. couldn't everything I tried, everything I did made it worse almost because they, they were so entrenched in this system they had. And we ended up spending, we were supposed to spend one day on each thing, right? One day on website, one day on brand, blah, 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 whatever. Right. And we ended up spending four days on their website. Wow. Four days. That's four picky. That's days. just being picky. Be- Really? Yeah, that's crazy. It was it was crazy, but it was because of the system that they were like I don't usually take people with systems that in this way like if they already have a system I'm like no you need to work in this system it's better blah sure. blah. They were like so entrenched they're like we can't we have to do this and I was like all right I'll help you. And that was my bad for taking the client, but 
it was one of those things where I had to literally walk away and I've never done that before. And then another client emailed me and he was like, Hey, here's my logo. What do you think? And I was like, Nope, it's not good. You have elements that are good. Change this. And I gave him literally a basically free advice, change these five things and it'll be perfect. Yeah. He changed nothing. Welcome and he was to like, my here world it is. I tech. changed it. I'm like, no. <laughs> Welcome to the world of tech. My my world yeah. of tech. I mean, yeah. I I also have the, the the problem with what I do. I mean, we're in a similar kind of business and consulting stuff, but our clientele is different. Our work is kind of different. The problem I have, and I've come to realize this maybe too late, later, not too late, but later, is that you you can't change people's system sometimes most of the mm-hmm. time actually so you've got to kind of work around it or not work with them right if they're open right. for change or yep. i'm open to work with them absolutely 100 percent. may even give them a discount but if they're not open for any kind of change then why are you asking for help Right. from anybody exactly. why, why on earth are you yep. asking for help but what i've come to understand and in fact jason fried of Basecamp wrote about this i think or he said something about this uh, about Basecamp, about their product is that they don't try to change anyone's mind he said when you're writing copy on your website when i write copy on my website he i what you your job is to make them not in agreement with you, not to change their mind. And yeah. once I understood what that meant, it's working. So yep. I changed yep. my website text. I changed the way I speak to my clients while I'm working with my clients. So when you they nod in agreement into anything you do or say, then they're a good client in a sense that they, they, you know, whatever you do will actually work, you know, so that they're ready, that they're ready. Exactly. And that's the thing. I think people, some people never are ready no. and they they would never be a good client, even though they say out of this side of their mouth, they want all these things but out of that side of their brain. They're like, no, 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 never, never. And mm. they don't realize that there's this, this, you know, pull on them. That's telling them not to do something, even though they really do need it. Um, like with that client I had to walk away from, they needed to change their system. They needed to move to a simpler option. They needed to fix some deep rooted things they had paid a lot of money for. And I was uncovering and showing them like, look at this mess. Like you can't live like this. You can't run your business like this. And they were like, oh my gosh, we didn't even know. Like, oh my gosh, we were ignoring this. Cause they were like, we know you're right. That they had been covering like just, just it's over there. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah. Head in the and, sand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I was just like, I can't continue to help you because you're not letting me and you know what's wrong, but you won't fix it. And so when I walked away from that, it was, I keep getting emails from them. They're like, well, what if we worked on this? And what if we did this? And I'm like, when you're ready to do, I'm do glad. it the right way, I'll help you. But I'm otherwise- so glad you did that. I do that all the time. So this whole pandemic thing, right? Everyone's, cr- uh, you know, just running to try to find the right systems and stuff. So they ask you for advice. They you give them the advice. This is even before they've hired you. Mm-hmm. And then they say, okay, well, thanks. Then they go away and do the complete, absolute fucking opposite. 
yeah. then they come back to you two months later, three months later and said, you know, it hasn't worked. Can you now if it's a nice client or the way they are asking, I have worked with them, but generally mm -hmm. I say no, because you don't trust me. You yep. went and did something else yep. and then you're coming and now it's just going to cost you more. It's yep. not going to be the so same. Gonna untangle as it now. I got to untangle it. It's going to take longer. Mm -hmm. Forget the money side of things. Things will have to change. But because you weren't ready in the beginning, you're probably not ready mm -hmm. now. So anything I do for the better, you're still not going to like. And then yep. you're going to write a bad review or not recommend to me or whatever it is. Then what's the point? Those four days we spent on that website, the, the person still likes me, which I don't know how, but, <laughs> okay. and I wasn't mean or anything, but she, she still like, she still emails me and says, oh, can we work on this together? She likes the way I work, but her colleagues were, you know, helping keep everything in a mess. Right. But anyway, so the four days we worked on that website, almost nothing is what we did. It's all been changed since then. And that was yeah, only well, a month ago. I mean, that's a lot of money that people spend yeah. for nothing, for nothing. And that's why I couldn't continue because I could have done the other day. I could have done another day with her. I could have taken that extra money and, and been yeah, like, yeah, not... I got, got some more. But conscious, conscious, I, I couldn't do it with my conscience. I could not let no. that sit and go, I worked another day for no reason. The third and fourth day, I was even like... I, should I even go? Should I even try to continue? But I was like, I'm really trying to help. I'm trying to make this better. I'm doing everything I can. And on that fourth day, I'm like, we have to stop. We have to have a conference call. I have to tell you what's going on here, what really is going on. I did all that. And that's when they were like, we know, we just we just can't do anything about it right now. And I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, I, I hate so that. Yeah. It, it's just one of those things that you can't if you have a good conscience, you can't just keep taking someone's exactly. money when you know you're not helping. There's no point. There's no point, no. I, I've had a couple of times that's happened. I mean, you also get things with clients. I had, the, again, sometimes the client, so you go into a client, <laughs> it's trying to get this yeah. out in a nice way because it's so stupid that they, the clients do this. So you get a call from a client and said, we've worked with several people, um, mm. but nothing seems to work. Like, mm -hmm. okay, there's, there's already red flags going. So you get more into the call and you think, well, it's not the consultant that was the issue. From what I'm hearing, the way you're speaking about the past, I don't want you to speak like that about me. So no. Because no that's, matter that's what you thing. do, yeah. mm -hmm. it's the... So, yeah, no. And I liken that to dating. Right. I liken that to dating. And I tell people that, too. I'm like, you know, if they're acting like that, I was like, so you think you've had a lot of bad boyfriends here? And they're like, oh, yeah, ha, ha. And I was like, actually, no. You're the crazy ex-girlfriend. Right. Yeah, yeah. You're not you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. You're not holding up your end of the bargain in the relationship. And so these people are leaving or you're kicking them out or whatever. And then you're stuck with a mess because 10 people have had their hands in this tech system or in your marketing or whatever. And you have a mishmash now and you don't know what to do with it. So you hire another person to come in and put their hands in and try to fix it. And it just becomes even more of a mess. So, it, so yeah, happens, I totally get that. It happens all the time and it's just a shame. But again, going back to what you're saying, if you kind of 
talk to them in their setting in in their business would would you yeah. give your painting away for free or would you get anyone right. to say use a different color for your painting of course not you tell them to get the you know but we're polite not to say that we're just saying you're paying us a lot of money for this information if you don't want yeah. it firstly why do you why are you looking and second right. yeah why did you hire i mean you you got to look and then hire you looked. And that's the thing. Like when someone is seeking something, you're going to try and help them and you're going to give them information. Yes. If they're not seeking, you don't have to give the information. You don't, you're not just no. out there going, oh, you should definitely use this. I, I see that you're in, a, in a trouble here. We don't go around doing that. We just say, oh, you've said you're looking for a web designer. Oh, you said you've looked looking for someone to help you with your tech or you're giving me this pain point that I can clearly see as an issue. I'm going to say, you know what, that's what I do. I'd love to help you out if you ever need it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I probably do need some help, you know. But yeah. they have to be ready for that. They really do. And I think that there's a lot of clients, you know, we've been talking about a lot of the bad clients. But like you said, when those clients go to your website, and like with mine, I have on there, it's like, are you overwhelmed by your marketing? Does social media give you anxiety? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are the questions I ask first thing. And it's like, people are like, yes. The answer to those three questions is always yes for my clients. It's always yes. Nodding and in agreement. Going back to the nodding, nodding in agreement. agreement. They're like, yeah, that's yeah. me. Yes, that's me. And immediately after that, I say, this is your answer. And I just put what my services are. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is my answer. Because you're you're using that suggestive of, yep, right. yep, yep. Oh, wait, this is the answer oh, to that question. So I got to change I my sign now. <laughs> so, but that's the thing is like when you get that nod of agreement and you get the person going, you get me, mm. like you really get me and they understand that you get them and they understand that you've been there. You've seen it all. Their mess is not too big for you. I actually used to be a professional organizer and I've been yeah, helping some of my friends recently with, with organizing their, their homes, their pantries, their kitchens, you know, little things like that. And first of all, they were like, oh, you don't want to see my mess. No, you don't want to come into my house. Oh, it's so bad. And I said, honey, listen, I have worked with hoarders. I've worked with the TV show hoarders. I have seen everything, literally everything. Your house, I've been there. It's not that bad. (laughs) And when they hear that, they're like, okay. So if you've worked with hoarders and you've been, you know, TV show style, like that kind of stuff, I've worked with the TV show even, like if you've seen that level of stuff, oh, my stuff is nowhere near that. Now I know I'm not that far gone, right? And so then they kind of ease up and they're like, all right, you get me, you know, you can understand where I'm coming from. You know that I'm not a hoarder. You know that I'm not crazy. And now I feel comfortable letting you in. And I think that's the same thing we do with people with the websites is we try to gain that trust. And this is what I like about the conversation. I like about your videos and what I try to do as well with my podcast is like, you try to just gain that trust. It's like, Hey, look, there's yeah. answers out there. I have a lot of them. I don't have all of them, but I have a lot of them. Yeah. And if you're looking, listening to this going, Oh, that would help so much. Or, Oh yeah, that's me. Then you, you now then trust me. that what I'm saying yeah. is true. It's true. I mean, th- this is the going back to marketing because this is your expertise, obviously, this is what you do. Um, what I do everything myself. <laughs> I've always been like mm-hmm. that, always been like that. So what I, again, going back to the videos, it was point of top of mind, like, okay, can do yeah. this. 
I want to be known. Now I'm known as the tech minimalist as well as the Mac junkie, obviously, which is great. So I've had so many conversations like this where so much information we had, we've had conversations before that weren't recorded. Yeah. Like shit, that should have been recorded. And this has been going on for a year for me. And then I thought, well, how can I, how can I use this for benefit? right? For getting the story out there, the, the message out there. So the content strategy is kind of changing. I'm still going to be doing the daily videos, I think, because I love doing them. Um, and the idea... I think you should. Yeah, I am going to be doing... I, in fact, after this, I'm going to be recording today's uh, video. So um, it'll be the same clothes, but anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then I thought, well, if I... And people have been asking for long form content, Mm -hmm. Right. So it would be transcribed and everything. And um, the app that I'm using, Descript, has this audiogram thing. You've probably seen me post it. on. I love Descript. I oh, love my God. It. It's brilliant. Oh, my God. It's so good. So I thought, let's sign up for a month, see, see if it works out. But it's working out. It's been a few days. So <laughs> it's working out. And so the repurposing of the content. So get yeah. people to understand who you are. That's so important. I mean, this is your area of expertise. Get people to know who you are. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that definitely helps. And I'm sure it would help me. The problem I have with tech minimalism is people like to kick the tires as to what is this? And that's the problem I'm having in yeah. a way. Not with everybody, because I am getting clients, just, but with a lot of people. I get that like, a lot too. That? I get that a lot too. And when I opened my membership, it really did help. Too much work for me. I don't want to do that. I really thought about it. I, we spoke about it before. I was like, you know, membership, because I had it in Basecamp at one stage. Are you in mine? I am in yours, of course. Okay. Do you do you know what I do in there? Like, do you have you looked and seen like how often I'm in there? No, you're not that often. I know, which is which it's I thought well, that was strange. I fit to my lifestyle. I fit it to my lifestyle. Mm. So if you were to do something where you had one and you put in a course, because that's where I really did did it, because I wanted to have a place where I could put all these five courses right. that I built, which were just videos. They're videos. They're PDFs. They're not like anything crazy. It's not like if you're thinking like course like you know, teachable and it's got modules and tests and yeah. no, no, no. Course how many, is, okay, for instance, videos. How oh. many videos in one of your courses? One or two. What? But they're is long. that it? They're longer form. And then there's all of these like templates and things like that, that I would give to a client anyway. So I basically have in the, in the courses, one to two videos. And then that are long form that really explain the process. Like it's usually me at a talk explaining everything. Right. And then I have short ones that are like, oh, I did a video on YouTube and it was this content or this little thing about social media or this thing about Facebook Live or whatever. Mm. And so I put those in there. So all the social media stuff is together. The social media one is probably the biggest course, probably has about 10 videos in it because there's a bunch of little ones. Right. Um, because I've done videos on that so much. And then a couple of talks that I've given to different groups. And then I have mm. all of my templates in there which I'm already giving to clients anyway. So it's not it's like I'm added, giving, you know, yeah. doing anything else. Yeah, um, yeah. And so that's the biggest course. And then the branding course has templates, the things that I use for my business cards, my eBooks, the logos, branding guidelines, all that's that in there. they're not that expensive either, really, because you're just no, putting them out there. No, they're $99. Yeah. And so, but what I did was I wanted a home for all of that because I have five topics 
Hmm. You know, you have one, maybe two, I don't know how many of you want, but I have five topics and I wanted to have a home where they all lived. Yeah. And once I did that, I post, I have a scheduled post in my membership um, every couple of days that I already pre-schedule a month or two in advance. I could do more. I just haven't really gone that deep into it. Um, And those are just questions and there's a graphic. And then as I think of something, and it's not every day, it's maybe every couple of days. If I get a question from a client, I'll post something about it in there. If I have been hearing something, you know, scuttlebutt around the water cooler kind of idea, I'll post it in there. But it's like you said, that top of mind of the moment. Um, I'll say, I have an idea to do something that's like I haven't done before. And then I'll ask people if they want it. Because then I know if I'm hitting the right spots with, you know, actually putting out content people want to see. That's really interesting because... You know, I hear about this all the time and I don't do it. And I think the reason I don't do it, it comes out of the simplicity mindset for me. I want it to be so simple. I don't want to be like, for instance, I've been in tech for 30 years and throughout my tech life, I've never done contracts because I don't, I don't want to because they're, they're a pain in the butt, basically. So I've always been kind of you hire me for X amount of days, weeks, months, whatever. And if you don't like me, you can obviously go somewhere else because I don't like contracts. Why am I forcing it on you? Right. And it's worked. It's worked. It's brilliant. It's fantastic. So going back to a contract, meaning I have this space where I have to do things and it turns into a job that I don't want. It turns into a job. I think you should. I don't want a I job. I think you should think of it more like two two different pieces that are in one platform. Okay. One of the pieces is like your own social media platform. Yeah, yeah. So that's one part, right? That's where you post and you share things and people ask questions sure. and you answer them, right? Then there's a second piece of it. And this is literally all it has to be. It doesn't have to be any more than this. This is what mine is. There's a second piece of it, which is your archive. Your place where the course or courses your, live. Right, okay. It's just that hard drive holding place somewhere you can send people to that's not complicated they can get a free benefit of something and then they can also have oh by the way there's my course that's 99 dollars or whatever mm. i have free courses in there i've done five-day challenges i have ebooks that i've written the content i've created over time gets right. pushed in there when i first started my membership there was like two courses in there and it was only because those are the only two i had like done <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah those are the only two i had like together and that was it and then i was like oh yeah i did that five-day challenge thing i should throw that in there oh yeah i did this other thing i should throw that in there and then i just started putting everything together and i have added other elements to mine where i'm in there i do a monthly training i do a monthly networking just because i want to be engaged with the people that's just my you know version of it sure you don't have to do that um but the other thing i put in there is my guest experts and I basically find people that I think are awesome and I say, hey, do you want to do a video for my membership? A lot of people already have their video done. They already have something they could just share. Right. And then I put it in. They join the membership. If someone asks questions, they might get a client out of it. But I'm sharing content that way. And I think it would be a great place to have all of your you know, videos kind of reposted in a way. I know they're on your website. But have them reposted so that there's like a catalog and then have these conversations. There's a catalog. Um, And I just think that would be great to have like this kind of like 
this is Kay's world and you're in it. And he's kind of controlling what's happening here. But mm. it's very simple because it's like podcasts, videos, and then courses. And then you have this little like feed, which is like social media. But really, it's just people asking what, questions, you throwing why, things every now and again. Why would that differ to – you've seen my website. Why? Yeah. How would that differ to me just for people – I don't – I'm kind of lost in a way. I mean, I understand the because, concept of – yeah? Because – you already hate social media. Yeah. I know this about you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I think it would give you sort of an excuse to almost be less on social media. You could still post things out. Obviously, you want to get the videos out and mm. the podcast out and everything. But you would be posting less of your own insight there. Right. And posting more of it own on your on your own intranet in a way. You're right. So that your intellectual content that's brilliant, that the brilliant stuff stays within your own world rather than it being out there and it being kind of free freeware, if you will. It's a little sure. bit more like, yeah, you're getting these little drips and drabs on LinkedIn or whatever from me. But if you want the really good stuff, the juicy right. stuff that I'm like, this was brilliant, that's where you join so that I can then having have contact with you more than just you might have seen me on social media. Right. You will see what I post because you, you are in my space. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, I tried that twice. Yeah. I had, I was on, um, what was it? I can't remember the name Podia or something. I tried it. Yeah. So I put my courses on there. I had two courses. I had a tech minimalism course and a base camp basics course course um i sold a couple i mean i wasn't doing it for money it was like i want i want to do a course because everyone's doing it and let's see and it went well but then again goes back to this is work <laughs> it sounds so <laughs> weird coming from me i am not lazy again we sp i spoke about this before but the idea of my idea of work is people give me shit to play with and then they give me money. That's my idea of work, <laughs> right? And that's been like that for 30 years. So creating a member space and so on, I find that work. I don't find that people giving me th stuff to play with. Now, I completely understand and it's kind of changing my mind in the sense of why are you putting this stuff out on as freeware, as you said, rather mm -hmm. than putting it in your own space where people can come in. If you do that, and I, and I agree with that, I think that's a freaking brilliant idea. I never thought of it that way. Um, I kind of thought of it that way because that's why I don't put post my stuff on YouTube. That's why I put it on my own website, yeah. right? So I kind <laughs> exactly. of do think about that. Right. So then the idea is, well, um, how do you get people to know that you've got that information. You utilize social media for that reason, but your podcast right. will be out. Your videos will be going out and you do post those, you know, or snippets of those on I LinkedIn, do. et cetera. So you're still going to be doing the things you're doing. Those are, and that's where I say the automation comes in, right? Mm -hmm. So that you don't have to be manually doing that all the time. It's like kind of doing it by itself. Then right. you focus your actual attention 
into the membership, which is where people actually, they want to know what you're saying. They want to engage with you. They've made the decision to be with you. And so I think that that's more beneficial than if you're just saying what I call the spray and pray method of social media, where you're just kind of like throwing it out there, hoping somebody engages, you know, that the people that actually come into your membership, something triggered them to be there, whether it was a post you made, someone shared it with them, whatever that is. is. Um, And that brings those people that actually want to be there. They're there. I mean, so, okay, let's talk about numbers, not financially, but numbers of people. Yeah. Because you obviously had a following before you did the, your membership. Is that correct? Yes. And now you have how many in your membership right now in your in that website? So the first round that we did, I've changed the the way it works a couple of <clears throat> times. So I've had numbers go up and down. Right. Um, but the first round, I had had a Facebook group for four years. I did all the things the face group people said, right? Like, do this, do this, you'll grow your membership, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I had 84 people for the whole time. Right. And it was like my clients. It was just people that I already knew. Yeah. And I never grew it. I never, and I still did all the things, right? I did more work, like you're saying. Then when I moved to this platform that I'm in now, I went from zero to 150 in two weeks. Wow. And then I started to say, okay, well, I want to charge for this. I went down to 50. Right. And I said, this isn't worth those 150. So they left. Yep. Okay. Well, I took some of them out because my whole thing with this is I started this little thing that says, if it's going to be free, I said, I want to charge for it. And then I went back to it being free. So when I said, if this is going to be free, you have to do two things to keep your free membership. It's just my little rules. It doesn't mean you have to do this, but I said, you need to have a picture or a logo in your little icon. I don't want to see any of those little generic ones. And I said, you have to fill in your profile. And the reason I said you have to fill in your profile is because I want other people to find you useful. I want other people to search and go, Oh, this person's pretty cool. And when I click on you and you've made a great comment, I click on your name. I want to know what you do, who you are. How can I contact you? Let me see your social. Let me see your website. I want to provide that for you, that someone else will see that. And also, if I'm referring someone to you, I need to maybe refresh myself on what you do. And go, oh, yeah, that's the right person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then connect you to. And so Mm. I was like, that's the only two things you have to do. And so when I went through that and I told people, oh, I told them several times, please fill this in. Please. And people didn't do it. Yeah. I kicked him out. <laughs> I saw that and I did it straight so, away because I actually thought it was a great idea. I, I, that, again, this whole thing of free, you're the product kind of thing, but it also means if it's free, do people value it? Right. And if you, if you don't value it, there's no reason for you to be there. And I want because people to kind of engaged. bringing it. I don't want you to just have like a membership to have a mem- to have, to be a member, to right. be a member. Like there's no point. In that. Right. No, if you're no. here, you're here for a reason. And if you're here for a reason, whether it's networking, whether it's learning about marketing, whether it's just being a part of the group, because some people just are there to be a part of the group yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and or share their own ideas. You know, I have people that are knowledgeable in these things that are copywriters or whatever, and they'll help other people when they ask questions. And that's great because um, I don't know yeah. everything. But but yeah, I definitely I've kicked a lot of people out. And actually now I've started to do it where. It's in the welcome message. It says it right up front. Here's exactly what you need to do. Here's how you keep your membership free. And then 
it says on the 30th day. So basically after 30 days, you get kicked out if it's not done. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I'm just doing that now. I don't send people the messages anymore. I'm just like 30 days. So today I'm kicking everyone out who signed up on March 1st or March 5th who did not, uh, <laughs> Do <the thing. laughs> who did not actually fill it in. <laughs> I think I filled mine out. I think I have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you <laughs> so did. I'm okay. <laughs> no, this is, I mean, it's, it's, uh, interesting to kind of think about the stepping stones because going back to what we were talking about the membership thing as i said i tried you have to and this is what i'm going to tell you this would be my last piece of advice on this first of all i've tried multiples as well so i'm i feel that fill you on that one yeah because some of them did not work but you have to see what fits your lifestyle yes yeah, and yeah. if you're yeah. saying it's it's work and you don't want to do it it, then it doesn't fit your lifestyle. It doesn't no. mean it will never fit your lifestyle. You might need to shelve it for a while and then come back to it, just like you have with the podcast, just like you have with other things that you've done. Yes. But but shelve it. Don't don't kick it out, you know, the door completely. But say I'm going to shelve this and then come back to it later and see if it's still if it still makes I think, sense. I think the thing that works for me is kind of what I've what I've got now. For now, okay. So everything else yeah. is shelved. Let's so let's shelf. So right now, if you look, go onto my website, you'll see what your day is like, what I can do, what I don't do, who I who I work with, um, and the what I don't do is is kind of a big deal for me. I don't do group stuff. I don't do courses. I don't do any of. I don't even have an email list. Now you're going to be in shock there. <laughs> Because the email list that I have was the old company. It's not the new company. So a lot of those people just, they don't do anything. So, so then recently I said, okay, let's segregate, segregate this. So I, I, I can't move them over to, to the new one, but I have sent an email out saying, I'm going to retire this uh, list completely gone. So if you want to stay in touch with me, go to this place. So I use, I use Hey email and mm -hmm. Hey has this new blogging platform that you can do. And it's beautiful. It's simple. It looks exactly how I would do it, et cetera, et cetera. So then I thought, well, let's, let's have that as my email list, but also because you can read it online, like a blog, it's kind of like an archive of the emails mm -hmm. that I send out. So I kind of dual purpose use that. Um, I like that, as yeah. an email list and as a blog and moving over to a personal brand has helped because I can talk about anything. This isn't mm -hmm. about Max. This isn't about tech. This is about anything, right? Mm -hmm. So that's helped. Mm -hmm. And I found a lot of, a lot more people are engaging and a lot more people are signing up. So the way you were talking about your uh, you didn't say your tribe, but basically your tribe, your your yeah. social network. I think in a way that that's my network. Now, there's not that many people in there right now because it's only been around for a couple of weeks or so. But I got 50 people and that's fine, right? They're not being charged. It's all kind of free information. But it's mm -hmm. more to do with these are my thoughts. Now, going to the archive thing, that's actually on my website, right? So... I am doing what you're saying in a way, but it's not in one place, really. I it's think you should of... take those courses you did. And I know you say you don't do courses. And I think you should just name them guides. They are. They are. That's funny. 
they are. They're called guides. Because they're not a course, right? No, You're not no, no. saying it's a course because you don't do courses, but you do <clears throat> no, guides. They are. In <laughs> fact, if I look now, they are called guides. Definitely. And, and, you should and put I, them back that, on your website. For sure. Yeah, that, they are on my website. But I'm, oh, I good, might, good. I might, so th I have a Basecamp one. Yeah. And with the Basecamp one, I've put it on the Basecamp page on my website. And it actually says, um, you know, here's a guide to help you, blah, blah, blah. I would put a, a guide tab. Yeah, that might be an idea. I could do that. Just guides, you know, just a tab that says guides. Because then guides, I don't have yeah. to hunt for it if, I'm, if I don't know what page to look on. That's a good point. I might, I might try that. So, so kind of, it's not too dissimilar to what you're doing. What I'm missing, and I toyed with this idea, is having like people comment and talk and whatever. Right. The only problem I have with that, just like when I'm working with clients, I don't like to be SMSed. Don't SMS me. If you SMS me, I ain't reading it. I ain't it doesn't matter if your house is burning down, you're not going to get a reply. And when I mean SMS is anything other than email, you're not getting a reply. So the only way I communicate with my clients and the people is email and Basecamp. Basecamp, if I'm working with you, and an email for everything else because I can track it. I don't use a CRM just like you. I use Basecamp yeah. as my CRM. So having a commenting system on my website was akin to having a messaging, having a, um, it just makes it look messy because I like the simplicity yeah. of what it is. And it's akin to having someone send me a message because it's not in right. one place. So what I've done is basically said, email me. My email is open. There's a mess, you know, just email me. And that worked for a I while. Think that, but I think the sense of community that you're missing if you don't yeah. have any kind of commenting and that's where yes they could contact mm. you directly because they can email you but if they say wow this video really helped me or like if i commented on one that you talked about email archiving or something and i'm like this changed my life this was amazing sure. i was doing folders i realized i didn't have to do anymore and I'm, I'm commenting my story and then someone else comes along and they read this of course it's reinforcing. It's just like when people read reviews of stuff, right? We don't really buy anything anymore until we read a review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and I know you have a ton of reviews, but you know, as far as like on that specific piece of content, and that's why social media is so popular because it's almost like people who, you know, there's a piece of content that goes out and then people who are commenting are like reviewing it in a way yes, by saying, yeah, yeah, it's great or no, it sucks, you know, whatever. Again, the, the reason for taking the, because I did have commenting on it. No one's commenting. Yeah. And, and so then you got an empty comment section and then people come to your website and go, well, yeah, you know, so it might come back again. It's a shelved thing because I'm, yeah. I'm, it's a journey that I'm going through. It's, I'm at the start of the journey, even though I've been yeah. doing this for like a year and a half. It's, I've, because I've made the hard pivot over to me rather than Mac Junkie, because you know I've been going back and forward and really yep. <laughs> bad for everything. Um, so I've now made a hard pivot, and I'm getting different type of clientele and different kind of um, followers. That may come back, but right now it's just not worth it. But I do like the idea of your own social network, what you, what you called it, and your own yeah. place where people can communicate with you. Yeah, email, but that's not a community. That's just... Right. A call effectively. 
So and that you might can come use back. the platform that I use. You can actually use it as like a like a like a, just a forum. Okay. Yeah. I did, and then I it think... has the, the ability to expand if you later wanted to do more with it. Um, right. But but yeah, it is like a like a forum. You can use it like a just a forum. We'll have a look at that. Okay. Well. Um, yeah. Thanks for having a conversation with me. It's really been yeah, awesome. Thanks for um, that. We're definitely going to do it again. Because these, it's funny because when I said I wanted to do this, so many people messaged me and said, I want to be on it. And now you, <laughs> you're the second um, person to have the conversation with, but I have eight in total right now. So that's kind of like, okay, that's two months work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, there's this work thing coming back again, but I actually love doing these videos. So it's kind of pretty cool. But um, you're in, where are you? Where in the US are you again? Jacksonville, I'm right? I'm in Florida. And there's allergies really bad right now. So my oh, nose yeah. is uh, constantly right. itching and my eyes are constantly itching. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll be fine. I'm sure you'll be fine. Hey, yeah. um, again, thanks again. And um, I'll message you for sure. Yeah. Um, and I'll talk to you next time. All right. Sounds good.